Exposure. Pulse 95 Live from Exposure at the Expo Center Sharjah. Yes, and we're back right here live at Pulse 95 Radio covering our the big event, 7th edition of the International Photography Festival that is Exposure right here at Sharjah Expo Center. This is our second hour of the program highlighting the daily agenda and also getting a chance to talk with some phenomenal world-class photographers. And with us, we have David Learman. It's our pleasure to introduce the talented photographer and graphic designer. He was born in Yorkshire, uh, Yorkshire and he studied at the University of Cumbria and began his photography career in London as a fashion photographer and soon established his own graphic design agency. Him and his wife now have moved to Dubai where he continues to capture traditional Emirati cultures and landscapes. David is known for his long-term photography projects and his willingness to break the rules to get the shot. Welcome to the show, David Learman. It's a pleasure to be here, guys. Thank you. It's a pleasure to have you on. And uh, I got to talk about your exhibition. I've gotten the chance to see it myself. What I find so odd is, you know, you're, you know, uh, being that you're an expat, you know, you come from London and having to make uh, this project that is very at its core Emirati, you know, it's it's culturally centric and traditional. And I find myself wanting to ask because it's all about the exotic sport of camel racing. How did a man from London find himself all the way here in the deserts? Well, it's a long story. Um, over the years since I arrived here in 2002, mm -hmm. I've become acquainted with several Emiratis, many of whom have become very close friends. And um, we, they have a very interesting lifestyle. Mm -hmm. um, in the early days, I thought it was a bit surreal, but now I've got very used to it. Um, I used to get phone calls, say, 2 o'clock in the morning. Hi, Dave, where are you? Where do you expect me to be? I'm in bed. <laughs> um, we're at the farm. Come out to the farm. You know, come meet a few guys and just pass the time of night. That's well, I'm happy in my bed. Mm -hmm. um, inevitably, you get uh, encouraged to go to the farm. And uh, we sit there till 5, 6 o'clock in the morning. And a number of times I went to these events or on these occasions, uh, they would regale to me amazing stories about their culture, their grandparents, mm -hmm. their background, uh, the traditions that they followed. And I then realized that there was something in the culture. And I found a dichotomy between the way that the Emirates are growing and uh, the speed at which they're developing. Mm -hmm. And I felt that some of these stories, many of them hadn't recorded them. They hadn't uh, got the stories from their grandparents or from their families. There was nothing recorded. It was all being passed by word of mouth. And I felt that uh, the younger generation were losing out because they, they get much more involved in the uh, online, mm -hmm. the digital, the gaming stuff that you guys all deal with. And um, there, were, there was not so much interest in the history in the past. Mm -hmm. And I felt it was really important to step in and start protecting the past as a legacy for the future. Really amazing. And uh, another question I'd like to ask when it comes to the Al Hajin uh, exhibition, the, you know, being that London has already a long history of horse racing, when you found yourself seeing the intense comp competitive nature of camel racing, what do you see is the, is the biggest difference between those two? Well, first of all, when I was a boy, 
I used to go to the horse race in the UK and they always say you lose your shirt <laughs> backing a horse yeah. and um, that happened to me once however when I got here I'd never encountered a camel before <laughs> and uh, they are pretty obnoxious animals until you get used to them uh, they have many uses but to get uh, familiar with them is pretty difficult mm -hmm. it takes time uh, both ends of the camel are dangerous. <laughs> Absolutely true. Now, uh, obviously, you've been known to break the rules when it does come to photography. Can you tell us an example of you breaking the rules when it does come to taking that perfect shot? Yeah, um, breaking the rules, it, there are photographic rules mm -hmm. and then there are boundaries in terms of health and safety. Mm -hmm. uh, unfortunately, I've been known to break all of them. Um, Photographically, yes, I do break the rules. Uh, I experiment while I'm shooting. I shoot directly into the sun. Mm -hmm. um, I get very close to my subjects with wide-angle lenses. I do get into the face of my subjects. I get pretty close with a wide-angle lens. Some like it. So some don't mind it. Others find it a little bit offensive. Mm -hmm. um, and when you're in an action environment, you don't you tend to lose those uh, areas of tolerance and respect because you're getting so sucked into the action that you don't realize how close you're getting and how uh, intimidating you can be in somebody's space. Um, with the health and safety side, my God, I've been, I've been in the back of a pickup truck at 40 kilometers wow. an hour trying to take photographs of camels while they're racing and I've got 30, 40 cars around me, so any one slip, I'd be under the wheel. Mm. Um, I've One of the shots I have of my exhibition, uh, I got pretty close to some camel hooves, again with a very wide angle, that was about a foot away. Mm -hmm. And luckily the, the foot came over my head, Whoa, not oh my straight out. So yeah, <laughs> I am a bit dumb when it comes to <laughs> health and safety. And I, you're, you're risking it for the shine, you know what they say, risk it for the biscuit. Now tell me about your background with graphic design. How has it helped you with photography? Well, I went to college and I studied uh, photography and graphic design mm -hmm. in college as a combined course. course. And um, when I left college, I went straight into photography. Mm -hmm. And I was a catwalk photographer for five years, traveling around Europe. Mm -hmm. And then I burnt out, mm -hmm. literally. Uh, it was a very, people think it's a fantastic career, fantastic profession, but the reality is it's extremely hard work. There's massive challenges, and apart from the partying, of course, and meeting fantastic people, um, the challenges in those days were quite significant. We weren't allowed to bring unprocessed film back in the UK, mm -hmm. it had to be processed where you were in the country, so we had all sorts of issues with labs duplicating the, un, oh. unofficially duplicating our work and publishing it before we get back home. Mm -hmm. um, theft of equipment, equipment not turning up. So there's a whole load of challenges involved in every shoot we took. Um, and after four or five years, I thought maybe I've had enough of this, I've experienced it, mm -hmm. I've been involved with fantastic uh, uh, people and um, decided to take up graphic design and I set up my first agency back in it would be 82 83 and we, it was uh, pretty
cool in those days. Graphic design in London was, uh, we had all sorts of things happening. It was the Thatcher years, the Conservative years. So there was a lot of deregulation in the financial industry. So we, had, we made masses of money from the banks and from the financial institutions, the City of London. Mm -hmm. And then over the years, UK dipped in and out of uh, recession. Mm -hmm. And we got to a point where I think it was in the probably the early 90s of a massive recession. Mm -hmm. And my wife, who is also my partner, suggested that we should start looking for other sources of income, yes. other markets. And that's what introduced us to the UAE. She came out here three years on and off, meeting all the great people, mm -hmm. uh, some fantastic captains of industry here, heads of the families, all the major families. Mm -hmm. And uh, she secured our first project in. 96 here but in london i ran a studio i think we had 40 40 designers in the studio wow. center of london and um, we produced corporate identities and uh, graphic design and uh, communications for a wide range of clients but pre predominantly in the financial markets mm -hmm. and the financial sector and uh just to just give you the one final uh, question uh, to those who are aspiring to become photographers, specifically in your ability to encapsulate and immortalize cultural traditions like the one in the UAE, what sort of what sort of advice can you give? Well, I can only go from my experience in this part of the world. When I arrived here, it was haram to point a camera at somebody and take a photograph. Mm -hmm because you didn't know the circumstances and the environment they were there. You didn't know why they were there, you didn't know who they were with. And there were some pretty well reported incidents where it's all gone, it went all and yeah. went wrong. Um, the moving forward to today, um, the advice I would always give anybody who's taking a subject or uh, undertaking a project of the nature I do is become familiar with your pro with your subject. Get to know your subject inside and out before you start jumping in the deep end. My camel project, I spent I've spent four years on that project, mm -hmm. capturing about thirty-five thousand images over the time. And the first month, the first actually the first six months was I the first month I didn't take a photograph. The second month I took my mobile phone, didn't really take a photograph. And it was all about getting to know the guys, mm -hmm. getting to know the animals, getting to know the procedures and protocols, who to sit, who to shake the hand with, who mm -hmm. to kiss, who to buy a chai for, etc. etc. Um, and after a while, six months, I had become part of the family. Mm -hmm. So when I pointed the camera, they didn't under, didn't do the touristic gestures and all the things that they do uh, when they see something new. Uh, I was just part of the furniture. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, so when they saw me in the lens, they didn't really see me in the lens. So it allowed me to get deeper into the subject, get mm -hmm. deeper into their family and deeper into the, their culture, essentially. Patience and tolerance is key in this type of field. And again, your, your lifetime's work is extremely admirable. And I urge all those to check out David Learman's exhibition titled Al-Hajin, especially because it celebrates something that is very fundamental to UAE traditions and cultures, to all Khalijis out there. Uh, David Learman, it's an, been an absolute pleasure having you here on the show. 
and we wish you all the best. We hope to have you here next year. Inshallah. Inshallah. Thank you, guys. Thank pleasure you so to be much. here. Thank you very much indeed. Let's take a short break, and we're going to do a little bit of a highlight of the daily agenda. And we have one more guest, surprise guest, right here on Pulse 95.